The views and opinions expressed by the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and are not necessarily those of this station or Webster Rock Hill Ministries, its management or other hosts or underwriting sponsors. Programs presented by KWRHLP are for educational and entertainment purposes only. Greetings, listeners in listener land. This is Arnold Stricker of In Tune with the incomparable Evervescent. <laughs> Still railing from you, uh, blowing kisses to Facebook. I'm blowing kisses to Facebook. That was that's Mark Langston. You hear the the effervescent. The effervescent. It's, okay. it's kind of like Alka Seltzer. You know? <laughs> he, he, he sparkles and oh, bubbles no. all at the same time. <laughs> and foams at the mouth. <laughs> Cures your indigest- indigestion <laughs> by listening to Mark on this show. That's right. In tune to our weekly broadcast, which focuses and reflects on issues that impact and connects our community and the greater St. Louis area. Our topics include the arts, crime, education, employment, faith, finance, food, history, housing, humor, and justice. Betsy Rezensek, who's the executive director of Home Sweet Home. Betsy, welcome to In Tune. Thank you. Betsy, what, what is Home Sweet Home? Sure. So Home Sweet Home is a nonprofit furniture bank. So we take gently used furniture and household items. Mm. We put it into a big warehouse, um, and then we intentionally partner with 21 different organizations whose clients need that furniture and household items. So take that apart a little bit for us because a lot of people know about like Salvation Army or Goodwill or um, veterans, um, let's see, disabled veterans Mm -hmm. and many other quote unquote charities Mm -hmm. out there who accept donations. And how are you different again? Yeah, so everybody does really good work and it's all very different work, right? So the way that we are different is that the clients are getting the dignity to come and pick out the items themselves and then we are delivering it to them. And we have intentionally partnered with those organizations that we work with because they have an ongoing case manager relationship with their families. Mm -hmm. So it's not a pass through. It's not like we're a food pantry where you show up and, you know, everybody needs food. Right. But um, for us, they need to have an ongoing relationship with that case manager. So we are just a, a very small piece of all of the services, wraparound services that they're receiving. Um, So they could come to us from organizations like the Women's Safe House, St. Patrick's Center, St. Louis Crisis Nursery, um, and they're already working on other things, right? Whether it's just they're living in general poverty, they need parenting skills, they are living on the streets and are military veterans. Um, But when they get into housing, the, the piece that often is very difficult to, to provide, and agencies have tried, um, is the furniture and the household items, the things that really can make them succeed once they have housing. So the, the mission of Home Sweet Home is to give families a sense of pride and to improve the quality of their lives by providing basic household furnitures and furnishings. And we're going to get into what some of those things are. I, I really appreciate what you said, that you're a wraparound kind of organization with other organizations and you link you're just not kind of out there by yourself doing your own thing independent of other groups right which i think many nonprofits, um not going to say this in a bad way do that a lot mm-hmm. and they're all they're all doing good work mm-hmm. but it's nice when there's interagency kinds of of functions and that you're a community i love this name a community furniture bank yeah just kind of like like you mentioned a food bank but in a, in a little different yeah. application so yeah. how did you get involved with this? What is your background uh, in community service, in working with 
my background is, is in development fundraising at agencies. Um, and so I had actually been working at uh, two different women's residential facilities. Uh, the first one worked with women coming out of incarceration. It's now one of our partner agencies. It's called Center for Women in Transition. And at the time, we would have women that were in our program for two years. They would move into their own housing. And I remember a case manager one time trying to find a bed, and I was trying to find a couch for the client. And then we were like, well, how the heck do we get anywhere? Like, we just have cars. They have a bus pass, right? Um, so then we had to find a board member with a pickup truck. That was not part of our job that the case manager had other things they needed to help them do, like stay sober and find a job and, you know, open a bank account and all the very important right. things. Um, but yet they still needed a couch and a bed, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but it never, never crossed my mind to do something like this. The next organization I worked at um, was a homeless shelter, also working with women and, and coming um living in homelessness and working through addiction and mental illness. And they had actually set up something like this when they started doing permanent supportive housing. So what they they actually had a very simple genius idea when they started putting 30 women into housing in St. Louis city, they realized if we we're going to put them into housing, we need to provide them the stuff to be successful. Right. right. So um, they actually got together five of their closest church partners and said, help us solve this problem. What do we do? Right. And so they didn't pretend like they had all the answers or needed to make it up themselves. So one church said, well, we have an empty educational wing. We can put furniture in. Another church said, well, we'll get a truck. And another church said, we'll volunteer. And so they opened up actually what they called at the time Furnishing Hope. And it was a furniture bank. We have modeled exactly off that. I had nothing to do with that planning. That was, but it was all them. And so at some point I started working there and um, I said, somebody needs to do this furniture thing but for everybody um and the idea just kind of kept we kept talking to people about it do you think enough people would donate do you think people would donate money is this something your agency could use um long story is but i also had a job that i love you know with like healthcare and like a salary and i've never started anything i've never run anything um so i certainly wasn't gonna go that direction but then the homeless shelter closed and so um we all kind of found ourselves out of a job and immediately all the text messages were like betsy you need to do that furniture thing i know nothing about furniture um and like i don't know how to put it together move it i'm colorblind so i can't match it um but that's that's what we did so we wrote a business plan um we put together a board of directors and we started doing that April of 2015, and by October, we opened our doors of 2015. Wow. And there are other groups like this around the country, correct? There are. So there's more than 60 furniture banks in North America. Wow. Um, different sizes. If, you know, they are modeled a little bit differently. And there's a few small groups that do furniture here in St. Louis as well. Um, and so part of our business plan was to have a conversation about partnering and how are we different. Um, and so, you know, everybody kind of did their own thing because they had little niches that they like to work in. Um, but yeah, there are other models. There's one in Toronto, there's one in Atlanta and Houston that, you know, move hundreds of families a month um, compared wow. to, to ours, which is kind of teeny tiny um, comparatively. But we were able to learn a lot from them. So part of that business plan was talking and saying what worked, what didn't. Right. Um, and we learned a lot. And then we kind of took the model that we thought would work best here in St. Louis. Now you're located in Brentwood Industrial Park mm-hmm. and that's where your current warehouse that's is. That's where correct? warehouse is, yes. And it's very, very large yeah. and you have things 
kind of placed by the type of item that's going on. So if somebody has some things to quote unquote donate, Mm -hmm. not everything is, is there such a word donatable? Yeah, like uh, mattresses. that comes to mind with yeah, me. Right? Yeah. So you're, there you're are, kind of particular. There, we yeah. are particular. Which makes and sense. our main reason that we're particular is that the clients to deserve something they can be proud of. Right. Right. So the idea that, you know, they're they're homeless, something's better than nothing is not true. If that were true, they would be already sleeping on something that's particularly not appropriate right um and so oftentimes i'm still shocked even though i do this all the time when i go into somebody's home to deliver their furniture and there's nothing and I, like I, I do this job every day so i i know that's why we exist but you go in and it's so empty and then you open the cupboards and it's completely bare inside the cupboards um and so we want to not just give them a couch but we want to give them a couch that they really can be proud of just because somebody doesn't have as much money as you or I, the next person, doesn't mean that they don't deserve something right. spectacular. Um, and so that's our, our main priority is that everything has to still be in good condition. So no rips, tears, stains, holes. I don't care how small it is. If it's got a rip from your dog, and I know you, it wasn't a big deal for you because it was your pup that made the hole, but somebody else isn't going to like that hole in the couch, right? So that's the first priority. The second is that it has to fit. Um, and so we any items that are too big, china touches, um, you know, uh, king size mattresses, anything obscenely large just won't work for our families. I always kind of describe it. If it's not going to go up the third floor of a South City apartment, it's probably not the right fit for our, our families. And we're a small organization. We don't have the means to dispose of stuff. Um, but those are really the, the requirements. So, and there's more information on, on the website about the exact items that we take and don't take and why. Um, mattresses we, we do take, we do okay. accept. We are very, very picky, um, not only because it, people deserve pride and dignity, but just because right. there's some other issues that can go sure. around donated stuff. But we also have a lot of new things that are donated. And so nice. that's where mattresses also come in. We have um, several furniture stores like Slumberland Furniture, Weekends Only, and Dow Furniture all donate brand new mattresses. Um, and some of our partner agencies actually have the funds to purchase their own mattresses for their clients and have them delivered to us. Mm-hmm. So then we just distribute them along with their other furniture. You're listening to In Tune with Arnold Stricker and Mark Langston. We're having a conversation with Betsy Resensek, who is the executive director of Home Sweet Home. And Betsy, I've got a list here of some of those accepted items to donate. And it, you know, it really makes sense that when you were talking about that, I was thinking, okay, let's say my wife and I have to go buy a mattress. We're not going to go to a Goodwill store or someplace that has mattresses and pick mm-hmm. out a mattress or pick out a couch you know, somebody might say, well, you can pick out a couch, but then we would get it recovered or something like that. Mm-hmm. But clients who are you are dealing with, they don't have that luxury to do that. And so it makes sense to have something of nice quality, almost, you know, brand new that looks mm-hmm. nice. Because who wants, you know, it's like, gee, I'm going to go out and buy a car. So I go down to some car lot that I end up driving off the, the lot, and it's a lemon, and then I have mm-hmm. to put you know several thousand dollars into it. You know, That's, I think, the MO that many, many people experience who are really struggling and who are, are some of the clients that you deal with. Yeah, so a lot of our families suffer with mental illness or have 
decades and years of poverty and kind of generational poverty that go along with that. A lot of them are coming out of domestic violence situations. And so the most love and care and dignity that we can give them so that they can have a fresh start is is so, so important. Um, but items don't have to necessarily be new either, right? Um, what we find is a lot of times military veterans, for instance, um, who are there coming through St. Patrick's Center, they like like the, that couch that comes in that I'm like, oh, that couch is kind of something. And somebody else will come in and go, oh my gosh, I love it. My grandmother had one just like it, right? <laughs> um, but it still has to you know, be in a good condition. Right, and, right. and I always <clears throat> describe it to um, imagine like when you're setting your, you're taking your kid out of college for the first time or to college and you're setting up their apartment for the first time, like the, we're, we're looking at like the most basic of items. And it's not just the big items like a couch and a coffee table but pots and pans it's hard to cook food from the food pantry if you don't have a pot or pan can openers are also huge you can't open those cans from the food pantry um whisks mixing bowls linens pillows pillows are the one things we really encourage new because our right. you know, your face right. has been on it um and pillows are a great item for people to do drive so if you have a school or a faith group that likes to get together and do an activity like doing a pillow drive having a competition oh, nice. um yeah right now the brentwood police department fire department are doing a like a competition drive. cool pillow drive yeah um so it's the small <laughs> items too that can really like make your house home so imagine like you're moving that kid into their first place right they kind of need all that stuff. That's what our clients are getting when they come into the warehouse. That's a good way to describe that. So here's some items, folks, uh, from the kitchen. <clears throat> the big items, kitchen tables and chairs, but pots and pans, coffee pots, blenders, plates, dishes, glasses, utensils, toasters, dish towels, kitchen towels, oven mitts, cooking utensils, bakeware, microwaves, slow cookers, can openers, pizza cutters, ice cube mm-hmm. trays, bathroom items, shower curtains and rings. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing like getting in there and... Gee, there's no shower curtain, washcloths, bath towels, hand towels, living room, couch, chairs, coffee tables, lamps, area rugs, TVs, TV stands, hmm. vacuums, small trash cans, lamps, nightstands, bedding, dressers, new pillows, like you mentioned, box springs, queen, full, and twin mattresses, same way, and bed rails that are metal and collapsible. Yes. And there's all these items of the no thank you, <laughs> but if you have those... What they've done is they've given you a place where you can, uh, there's a listing on the website which you can donate those to. And I thought that was very, very nice too. So their website, folks, is homesweethomestl.org, homesweethomestl.org. And you've served, since your opening, your website says 1,200 families. Yeah, we probably need to update that. It's more, it's closer to 1,600 now. Wow, holy yeah. smokes. So we've been somebody doing this for four years. Updated. I know, <laughs> somebody should work on that. Um, so we've been doing this for four years, and the first year we operated, it was all volunteer. So it would be me and another woman, usually, in my old pickup truck, like an oh. Ford F-150, oh. F-150 picking up this furniture and then using groups of people to help uh-huh. deliver it. Um, but now we have a full team of people. We could have up to 30 volunteers in the warehouse every day that make sure that the furniture wow. gets picked up. So don't, we do it's pick wonderful. up donations um, in St. Louis City and County and then deliver it in the afternoon. Yeah, I was going to say, so people are listening and they're going, okay, gee, I don't have a pickup truck or, you know, I've got this this mattress I bought to have the grandkids stay, but they're mm-hmm. not staying here. Yeah. And so what do I do with this? I would like to donate mm-hmm. it. And you're a tax uh, 
3C. Yep, everything is tax deductible. Um, and we, we you can find information about donating online, but you can also s- fill out a form to have somebody schedule a pickup for you. Oh. So we do pick up in St. Louis City and County. Um, we don't do, a lot of agencies won't do stairs just for safety of their, their movers, um, but we do pick up. And then um, you can always drop off items Monday through Friday from 9 to 2. Um, so all day long, that being once we move to the Brentwood area, I mean, really, the j- amount of donations that have come in have just... They're really centrally located. There. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. people come by all day long to drop off things that they just... They, they went to Target. They saw towels were on sale, so they picked up extra towels. But you also have moving trucks just, like, pull up because somebody was moving, and maybe we couldn't get to their pickup fast enough. And they're like, well, it's no problem. I'll just bring it down. So people are pulling in trucks all day, too, dropping wow. off stuff. So is there a cost for people to have items picked up? It's free if it's outside or in a garage, something that we can do relatively quickly. Um, if it's inside a home for liability purposes, it's $35. Um, but we we do that every single day. We do book out quite a bit in advance. So I think right now we're booking out mid-July or January, sorry, um, which is, this is supposed to be sure, our slow that's time. crazy. Yeah. So usually it's really, really slow and we're booked out almost four weeks at this point. It's just great. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So that really shows like the community's response and how they've really they've really em- embraced us and stepped into it. And a lot of people will say, like, I like donating to Home Sweet Home because they, they don't resell it, that we know that our kitchen table is gonna get like a new family and a new life right. and new stories, you know, because we were able to share it with somebody else. So somebody's thinking, you know, well, you know, I've got that couch. It's got a rip in it. Oh, there's one with a tear, hole, stains, odors, and major pet hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, quirky no-no. No, we're not going to take those, quirky. right? <laughs> <laughs> that, that takes Mark back. <laughs> it does. Okay, sorry, sorry. As quirky to clown. Right there. As, uh, how about, you know, when I was putting my place together, I'm, I'm just making this up now, yeah. but... I, we got mismatched dishes and utensils. Will you take those? So, uh, yes and no. So mismatched, I would just say you can always bring it down, and we have a team of volunteers that sort through everything and make sure that it's appropriate. So just a little bit of background. We will put dishes into sets. So dishes are best in sets. Um, but it, what if we do get dishes that are mismatched, there are some other agencies that we can get them to. Um, utensils, it doesn't matter, you know. Don't right. tell my mom that. She will argue with me. <laughs> she hates that my utensils are mismatched. Every Christmas I get yeah. new sets, and I just throw them all together and mix yeah. them up. Um, well, you can tell her it's it's a it's a new set. Yes, exactly. Uh, it's it's the way eclectic, it came. right? Um, sh- yeah. Anyway, that's the ridiculous. Um, so the volunteers can take through and kind of sort through stuff. Um, but they'll go through every sheet to make sure that it doesn't have any rips, stairs, stains, or holes. They'll test every electrical appliance um, just to make sure that, again, we want to give them dignity. And if they get home, and they already struggle with so much, right? Like maybe they had to take the bus two hours just to get to us, and right. they got to go pick up their kids. And they, there's just, their lives are just so, so complicated. And then they're excited about this furniture. They get the lamp home, and it doesn't work. Like, oh, oh that's just like one more thing in their life that's Bummer. like striking against yeah. them, right? So we want to try to make sure that it's as seamless as I, possible. I think there is uh, one of the most frustrating things for people who are in that situation is just like you said, they've been doing all that. They walk into where they're staying, and their mattresses for their kids are on the floor or their mattresses on yep. the floor. Yep. There's maybe no chairs, mm-hmm. no table. They mm-hmm. don't have a – it might be like 
a box to sit on for mm-hmm. a couch or something. Right. And it really is humiliating and mm-hmm. degrading sure. not to be able to go into a place and have something that is supposed to be your place of refuge, mm-hmm. where your home, where you can actually sit down on a couch or sit at a table and chair and eat with utensils that and wash your dishes mm-hmm. and do whatever and then go to bed on a mattress that's clean, that mm-hmm. doesn't stink, or it's mm-hmm. not been outside near the dumpster, Ooh. and that's not on the floor, that's right. off the floor. Right. You know, so folks, this is a time of year where giving is discussed a lot, and giving of toys and giving of gifts and giving monetary things, and we're gonna get into some things after the break uh, with you, Betsy, related to monetary donations and also what volunteers can do. Mm-hmm. But folks, this is a really good time of the year, not only for those of you who want to do this for a tax purpose, but for those of you who want to do something. Rather than give another gift to somebody who doesn't need something, give a gift to a group like Home Sweet Home. Or give something out of your, and as I've downsized and trying to become a minimalist in my lifestyle, mm-hmm. is give something that is of value or that is very nice in your home that you really don't utilize and call them up and find out if they will accept that or take it over there if you've got a truck or a large vehicle that you can get it over there. Maybe you've got way too many dishes that you've accumulated and you've got stacks and stacks and there's only two of you or one of you and it's like, when am I ever going to use this? They would absolutely love to see what's going on there. Am I lying or dying? Absolutely. And when you come by, I always say, show me around. We love right. to get tours, right? That's right. how we met you. Right. Yeah. It's wonderful walking in and out of everything that's got, uh, you know, the dishes are all set up in one area, the lamps, the the chairs, the mattresses. It's very well organized because a lot of places it's just like haphazard. Right. You know, it's just like thrown in there. I want to say this like the old hoods stores used yes. to be. Whoa. Now the new hoods stores are not like that. So just for those folks who are listening out at hoods, your stores are much more organized than they were when I was growing up, because <laughs> it was a mess when I was growing up. Yeah. So it, it was it was nice to see there. So when we come back after the break, what I'd like to talk about is if somebody doesn't, maybe they're a minimal, min, minimalist now and they want to give a monetary donation, or maybe they have time and they want to become a volunteer, what can they do? Uh, other, other kind of things, you have wish lists that you have. You also have a Furnishing Hope Society, which I want to talk about a little bit about what, what that particular thing is and how people can help people be maybe a personal shopper. Yes. Or maybe you know someone who might be in need and you know some of these organizations and we'll list those again. How can people get a referral to come to Home Sweet Home? Okay, so that's Perfect. what we'll talk about after our break. Hope that you keep listening to us, folks. This is a very good conversation. We want to enlighten you about things that are happening in our community. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston of Intune. You're listening to KWRH 92.9 FM, your community radio station in Webster Groves, Missouri. Welcome back to Intune. This is Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston. We've been talking in the first half hour with Betsy Rezensek, who's the executive director of Home Sweet Home. And this half hour, what we're going to do is talk about how you can, folks out there in listener land, can make a monetary donation, or maybe you are a business or you're a business owner and you have some furniture that Mm -hmm. you would like to donate. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll also discuss if you want to volunteer and help out some way. 
Also some events that are coming up. There's a big trivia night for all of those you trivia folks out there, April 4th, 2020. But first, what we'd like to do is play a little audio clip for you of a message from Home Sweet Home. Home Sweet Home is a furniture bank that provides furniture and household items to families in St. Louis City and St. Louis County. We help people turn their brand new apartment or their house into a home. Well, I would describe Home Sweet Home as a, as a, as somewhat of a sanctuary. You know, it's a place where you can come and you can be, you know, changed from being hopeless to having some hope. Many of our clients have come from difficult situations and they have housing, but this allows them to have a comfortable bed to sleep on a night. It, it allows them to have a plate and silverware to eat off of. Many of our clients are just starting new jobs and um, if you get a good night's sleep, it's really a lot easier to care for your kids well and do a good job at work and uh, return to contributing to the, the community. So when you when you walk into your house at night after working for a hard day, you have a couch to crash on, right? You have some place where you feel safe and comfortable. Um, if you have children, you have a place for your kids to like run into their room and jump on the bed, and a place to congregate for you know family dinners at nighttime, and to be able to give that piece back to our clients is very meaningful. We hear so many incredible comments from our clients, but one of the things that I think makes them happiest is that sometimes for years these people haven't had choices. And to have the simple choice of saying, I like this set of sheets and I don't like this set of sheets, I think really um, can help restore some dignity that they may not have felt for a while. People can get involved in three main ways. They can volunteer. Um, we always need personal shoppers, people to help deliver furniture um, and help in our warehouse. People can also donate money. It takes a lot of resources to make this important mission happen. Um, and we always need donations of furniture and household items. So everything has been donated um, and it comes from individuals in the community who care. So we always need more items to make that possible. When somebody decides to donate money to Home Sweet Home, it helps us in so many ways that not everybody gets to see. We have to put gas in the truck to be able to deliver to the families. We have overheads with our beautiful warehouse to be able to allow families to come in and shop and see what kind of furniture is actually going to their home. Those donations are extremely vital to Home Sweet Home, much in the same way that a furniture donation would be. You know, and sometimes people need just a little trickle of hope and give them the attitude, a positive attitude, to go to greater heights. So I think the picture of is that when a person comes here and they get to make the choice and they see the results, they get the feeling and the dignity that, hey, I can do bigger and better things. You know, it's a stepping stone for them to be successful in their life. And if you ever get a chance to talk to the clients and see the gratitude in their faces, can only feel like that warmth and love coming from them. If I heard these words over and over, dignity, hope, yep. respect, pride, one of the things that I greatly appreciate is that comment that I can go in, I don't have to buy that color sheet, mm -hmm. or that's the only one that's there, and I have to take it. 
but I have I can make a choice. I actually now have a choice mm-hmm. that I can. Gee, I don't really like that one, but I like this one. Yeah. And it really restores a lot of self worth along the along the way in that process. Have you seen that in people's faces and attitudes when they come shopping? Absolutely. So I think it's we we tend to not realize and I probably don't even realize because I've never been on the receiving end of a charity, right? But when you have to go to somebody and ask for help, it cannot be easy. No. And there's some loss of Dignity. Dignity, Pride. right? Pride, Pride when when you Pride. have to reach out and say, like, I need help, whether it's I need help finding a job or I need help overcoming an addiction or I need help with my kids or not having to live on the street. Um, and there are sometimes so many barriers and agencies work really, really hard but are still strapped with resources that they can't help everybody. So... Um, to even get resources sometimes can be tricky and burdensome. And their lives are just already so complicated with all the things that they have to do. And you probably see this here at Webster Racco Ministries, right? Uh, And so anything that we can do to alleviate some of that. So it, it starts with as simple as the way we communicate with clients, right? The way that Everyone walks in the door, they're greeted with a smile, like, how can we help you today, right? Everyone is offered a cup of coffee. And I told one of the staff yesterday, it's not really about the coffee. I don't care if they drink. It's just about offering them something, the respect. Um, And so just the simple chance to say, we talk logistics, like, will this couch fit up three flights of stairs in a South City apartment? But, you know, like, what is your favorite color? You know, like, do you do you like to have company over or not? Maybe mm-hmm. they don't want a big couch right. on purpose, right? Um, maybe they need something because they have a bunch of kids. They, they need a sexual sofa. Sure. And, you know, they can say, like, I like that one that's 30 years old and looks like it was in my grandma's house. Yeah. Or they can say, I like that brand new leather one mm-hmm. from the local furniture store. And so they get to, to take that and and make it their own and then match things to it, right? So we spend about 40 minutes with each client, which gives them just around the right of time to kind of pick out a lamp that matches. So again, you're not just like, here's a lamp, here's a coffee table. You know, they, they're kind of going through, they're finding couch pillows, they're finding a kitchen. They sit down at the table, at the kitchen table to make sure like, right. do I like this seat? Does right. it, is it comfortable? Nice. Maybe great. they like the table, but the seat feels funny. Um, and so just kind of, I always tell the volunteers, really the key is patience. They don't have to know how to match. They don't have to know anything about furniture. They just have to be able to like show somebody some general love and respect for that that 40 minutes that they're there. And like one of the, the, the best things happened, I think it was, yeah, it was yesterday. So I think the client was pretty quiet. I think he'd had a lot of like setbacks in life. And I did not hear this, but one of the one of our staff said as soon as he left and he went around the corner, he was walking by her window and he he yelled out, Ah, it's mine. I'm so happy. <laughs> and she said he was so quiet inside and he got outside and he was with his case manager. Wow. And he just like screamed with delight, right? And so they they heard it through the window and had a chuckle because it was, you know, he he, it was like even he didn't necessarily even want to show that to the staff or the volunteers, like this right. like excitedness, right? But then when you deliver it, you see all kinds of emotions, and we never anticipate or expect or say like you need to be you need to be grateful, like yeah. can you show some gratitude? Because again, 
it's got to be difficult to ask for help. And so sometimes when you get there, people are real quiet. Sometimes they're standoffish. Sometimes they're angry. Sometimes they're going through a lot of stuff. And so that expectation that they need to be grateful or happy that we're there, like we love it. It makes the job fun. But sometimes people just need to be loved where they are without the expectation. Amen to that. That's yes. that was the word expectation because how many people of the how many clients that you deal with have had their expectations hopes dashed mm-hmm. or nobody shows up or talk is cheap and gee it wasn't coordinated with their schedule mm-hmm. and you know you have to work around my schedule. Mm-hmm. You know it, it is if you've not been down to the city where people struggle, folks. Yeah, you need to get down there and observe some things because yeah. life is much different. Yeah, in the city, in certain areas, and even in the county, uh, there are some areas, pockets oh, yeah. in the county like that. And for many of us who have not had to experience that, it's un- until you see it and mm-hmm. until you are around people that live it, you don't really understand what they're going through. Yeah. And even and even those of us that see it, unless we've experienced it, we still probably don't get it. No, you right. know, not to the degree that they do. Right. Um, no. If I don't have anything to donate, somebody says, mm-hmm. but can I donate money? And what do I do? Oh, so every nonprofit in the world will gladly take financial contributions. So I was saying earlier, uh, how do we afford this? big 13,000 square foot warehouse in Broadwood, um, we have a pretty typical nonprofit budget, right? And the biggest amount of that comes from um, people who donate online or send a check in. Um, A lot of our volunteers are some of our biggest donors because they have the direct contact with the client. They see the need, they see the impact that it's making. Um, So we, of course, take year-end contributions and beginning-of-the-year contributions, but... um, but also we have companies that will sponsor us, um, companies that sponsor trucks, companies that sponsor uh, furniture drives. And so that's always that's a big thing. That's how I got you guys, Tadlock Brueggemann. Yep. Real estate. So Tadlock Brueggemann actually Give is a shameless plug to them. sponsoring um, Home Sweet <laughs> Home for 2020. And so we're going to, they're making a financial contribution, but we're going to partner together and they're going to come down and volunteer in January. They've got, if you nice. see our new truck, their logo is all over it. Um, and they'll we'll do some other activities with them throughout the year. They'll be on the website and stuff like that. So um, that's always a, an opportunity. There are special events throughout the year, um, as well as you know the, the fees for when we pick up furniture. Right. Um, so it's a pretty typical nonprofit budget. There's grants as we've started to grow as an organization. When we first started, we had like some teeny tiny grants that were like one or two. But now that we're getting bigger, that's a bigger part of our budget as well. Yeah, I want to thanks Lance Merrick from Tadlock Brueggemann for turning me on to you yeah. guys. So uh, let's talk a little bit about businesses. We're we're remodeling a business, maybe is doing that, and I'm I'm being the business right now. Yeah, <laughs> and we have all this wonderful furniture that's in pretty decent shape. Do, will you guys take that? Yeah. So that's the exciting thing is people don't realize how much business furniture can be household furniture, right? Um, so. A lot of businesses will have couches in their lobby, the chairs, you know, the coffee tables, things like that in their lobby. Um, I was at Wells Fargo had a bunch of um, office 
small office tables, right? Like just small conference tables that sat four with chairs. And I'm sure that they were just like little round tables in their their offices for meetings. But those were perfect kitchen tables for our clients because they were four seated round tables that Mm. were just like perfect size. Um, So you just don't know. I mean, a lot of offices even have old, you know, microwaves and things like that, lamps. So we've had a lot of offices that are moving or downsizing or just getting new stuff. Um, Same for universities. We'll often be like getting a whole new floor of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, So they'll send their dressers over. So um, you never kind of know what might be a good fit for for home furniture. Right. This is uh, Arnold Stricker with Mark Langston of Intune. We're talking to Betsy Rezensek, who's the executive director of Home Sweet Home. And Betsy, I don't have any furniture. I've kind of given my money. But I do have time on my hands. Mm-hmm. How do I volunteer at Home Sweet Home? We are so excited. We just brought on a volunteer coordinator through the St. Louis AmeriCorps VISTA program. And so this person um, is going to be with us for one year and has already excelled our volunteer uh, strategy. So every morning, um, Lisa will meet with all the volunteers for the day, run down, this is, this is what's happening, this is what needs to be done, this is what's changed. Um, so people can reach out to Lisa through the website um, or just email her at volunteer at homesweethomestl.org. But there's also a form online about volunteering or they can just call. And it's it's great because there's several different options. And it um, I also encourage intergenerational volunteering. So uh, we always need regular volunteers specifically in the morning because typically that's when clients are shopping. Mm -hmm. Um, But we will also welcome volunteer groups to come down and deliver furniture. Uh, So we have some Methodist churches that will get together on Saturdays and it's little kids ages four up to 68 that will gather up, um, load up our trucks with furniture and go deliver furniture. Um, people can come down as corporate groups. So again, another way for corporate groups to get involved or faith groups or school groups. Uh, We do dresser builds. Um, So we have Ikea dressers for purchase that then people can put together and then those go directly to the families. It's a great way. It's team building. So you can really learn how well you get along. Uh You don't know until you try to build an Ikea dresser together. Maybe uh, a premarital kind of. Yes, uh... that would be great. It's part of that premarital counseling. Can you do this without arguing or at least be respectful about it? Um, So Uh that's always a great way. Pillow drives are another really fun one. Um, But when it comes to individual volunteering, um, there's a, few very specific ways so one is personal shopping again the key is to be patient i am not a good personal shopper i am not patient but for those that are um being able to walk the client through the shopping process and and lisa will train everybody and they work with other volunteers until they're ready um to do it on their own but just walking them through and helping them kind of think through um, will this fit in your space? What kind of style do you have? You know, do you want, if it's just an individual, do you want two plates or do you want six? Like, you know, kind of walking them through all the things. A lot of the clients may never have had to get this much stuff at once. Or if they have ever, like, gone and shopped for furniture, it's been a really long time. And so sometimes it's a matter of, like, well, could you use a mixing bowl? No, I don't really cook. Well, do you ever make eggs, right? Like, right. oh, well, yeah, I do make eggs. And I sometimes will make pancakes, I guess, if I had a bowl. But they've not had a bowl in so long that they don't make the pancakes. But if they had the bowl, they 
would. So, you know, it's just kind of like walking them, encouraging them to think through if they could use that. And if they can't, that's totally cool. Yeah, you know, still, we always tell the clients when they start, take what you need. Just remember there's other people coming in after you. So if you don't need it, don't take it. Right. And they're very conscious about saying, you know what, I don't, I don't use that. Um, leave that for somebody else, right? Wow. And so helping the client walk through that process. Um, then we, we move all the furniture over to the loading docks after the client's done. Um, the other piece that volunteers can do if you're not maybe comfortable helping clients or you're like me and don't have a lot of patience, um, it, we need to pack up all their stuff. So again, they're getting the, the couches, but they're also getting all the plates and pots and pans and lamps mm-hmm. and stuff. So all that has to be packed back up into boxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we need people that can help pack it all in and um, pack those boxes up so that our movers can then deliver that furniture. Um, but then we also just need people that want to help unpack all the stuff that's coming in. Uh, donations come in constantly. There's always, it's kind of like a musical chairs of furniture in the warehouse on a daily <laughs> basis. So if you like being active, you like, you know, always staying busy, you like kind of, if you've ever thought your dream job was working at the back end of a Goodwill store, <laughs> like, <laughs> you found I know your there, there, you found it. And there are some people that have found that this is like the best fit for them. That's all right. um, you find some very interesting things sometimes. So you have wish lists. We do. That uh, are linked actually to Amazon. So there's some things on Amazon that you mm-hmm. can, and that you can get there, folks, on the website. The uh, the Amazon wish list saves you time, directly sends the donation straight to the warehouse, and all of the essentials that are needed. Now, what about this Furnishing Hope Society? Yeah. What so- is that all about? So our Furnishing Hope Society is a group of recurring donors. Um, So donors who recognize the important mission that we have, the importance of community and being able to support the other organizations that we're working with. And they do that by contributing on a monthly basis. And so um, we're actually in 2020 going to be building this up. um, And our goal is to have like more than, I think, 300 recurring donors. Um, And so... It could be an amount as small as $5, um, and we have donors that give up to $100 a month and just set that up in their account so it comes through every month. And really, uh, every single person that I, is somebody who's met us or who has been in the warehouse who's seen the impact directly. Um, and that that's super special to me as the executive director because they know the importance. It's not just somebody that right. thinks we're great, although, you know, consider giving on a monthly basis and come down and see us right, right? that that we want to meet you and show you around so you can really see that impact that that absolutely is a great statement go down and, and, and see what's going on there so just for instance if you give ten dollars a month it provides gas for deliveries for 12 families furnishings over the course of one year fifty dollars a month i'm skipping some in between provides beds to 12 children a year in the need of a safe place to get a good night's sleep a hundred dollars a month covers the work week of moving staff to keep serving local families. So you can do a family's entire household to be fully furnished for a year, that's 23 a month. 35 a month covers one week cost for the warehouse space, making it possible to store these things. You know, some of the partners, we did mention some of those earlier, Center for Women in Transition, Delta Gamma for Children with Visual Impairments, I'm just reeling off some Hope House, Interfaith Housing Services, Lydia's House, Nurses for Nurses for Newborns, uh-huh. St. Patrick's Center, St. Louis Crisis Nursery, 
Women's Safe House. We've did an interview with Sylvia Jackson, Veterans Administration, Hope Recovery Center, many, many others. And they will actually coordinate with you who the clients would be. The last thing I want to talk about, you have a big night coming up in April, April yes. 4th, 2020. What's happening that night? We have a our trivia night, which is actually our largest fundraiser. Um, it wasn't anticipated to be so, but we do fun really, really well at Home Sweet Home. So everything we do from the shopping to the daily activities of the warehouse to our trivia night turned out to be a ton of fun. Um, so it's going to be April 4th. Um, out at Task and Fenton and their gymnasium. Um, and I think we're scheduled to have 60-plus tables. Wow. So every year we probably grow by about 20, 20 tables. Um, it's just, you know, a good old St. Louis trivia night. Nothing super special except the mission is great. We have a lot of fun. We have a great host. Um, Soon you'll have we'll... to have it down at the Dome. I have joked that, actually. <laughs> I think the Shaffit Center would be perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Call it citywide, get a certain beer company, or whatever. <laughs> they, they have this uh, labeled as Pajama Party Pillow Fight Trivia Yeah, Night. so the theme is Pajama Party. And so we haven't exactly laid this out yet, but everyone is encouraged to wear their pajamas, uh, preferably Ooh. family-friendly. Ooh, okay. um, but we'll have some kind of table decoration prize to give away. Um, every year there's a theme, and so we've thought being that – this year, our, being that our mission is is mattresses, giving people a safe place to sleep and call home, pajama party would be a good fitting yeah. theme for that. And uh, actually, our big um, push for for additional fundraising that evening will be towards purchasing mattresses for the family. And so we're going to be working with Dow Furniture to kind of do a buy one, get one kind of program. They already have something nice. like that. So if you actually go to Dow Furniture and purchase a better um, uh a better mattress. Yeah, better mattress. Thank you. Um, they will donate one, and uh -huh. so we're working on cool. doing our special funding need to help purchase even more mattresses for our families. Cool. Wow. We've been talking to Betsy Resensek, Executive Director of Home Sweet Home. Their website is homesweethomestl.org, homesweethomestl.org, and they're also on Facebook, so you can check those out. Betsy, any last words for us? We've got about 90 seconds. Cool. Uh, no, the community has just been super supportive, and we are only just now getting started. So if you want to learn more, if you're a business or a school group, definitely reach out and find a way that, that we can work together. Is the warehouse open uh, seven days a week? Monday through Friday, 9 to 2. Okay. Um, we are always always there and actually the starting in january the last saturday of the month we will also be open for donations okay we'll have it all on the website i can really see how groups you know pooling their resources together would be a huge benefit you know yeah. whether it's a church youth group oh, or yeah. boy scout group right. or you're looking mm -hmm. for a right. project girl scouts cub scouts sure all the kind of scouts in the world whatever they are yeah uh also, you know, church fellowship groups or uh, civic groups, they have projects that they need to accomplish. Yeah. Even even uh, our son, he talked about that they do projects at his work and workplace. Right. If you're looking for viable kinds of uh, projects and things to do, homesweethomestl.org, that's the place to go and check it out with Betsy. Betsy, thanks for coming on Thank in Thank you so today. much for having me. Thank you, Betsy. Thank you.